Oh, hello again. Genuine here. Previously on the rolls we made. Renhemlock and Salt have begun their investigation into Fizzy's disappearance at the hands of the red spectral figure on the first day of rehearsal for the school play. In doing this investigation, they realized that the play they were performing, The Tale of Talgon and Kirik, has something to do with Fizzy's disappearance, as well as happening upon a trail of strange transmutation magic. In an effort to learn more about these two clues, Ren dropped by the DMV to ask her parents if they knew Talgon or his brother, since both of them were in Springwillow during Talgon's time. At the same time, Hemlock went to investigate a strange dome of transmutation magic that appeared over the Merchant District. Unfortunately, he got his arms stuck, and when he asked Salt for help, she got her entire body stuck. When her vision returned, however, she found she was in a street in Springwillow overloaded with the sound of war, and a massive tank bearing down on her. How is it Salt's always the first one to get killed? It's time for a multi-strand battle on today's episode of The Rolls We Made. Play some Dungeons and Dragons. So I'm just going to tell you guys, I don't know exactly how this is going to have to work out, but hopefully it'll go pretty good. Um, cool. Thanks for the vague warning. Do we need our spell cards or are we good? Yes, you do, actually. We'll, we'll do this in kind of phases because I think time is a little loosey-goosey in this particular one. So, oh. Hemlock, I'm going to say that after you saw Salt stuck in place, uh, you probably called for Danvers and, and Dell. And now beep, 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 beep. Danvers and Dell are there. And I don't know, like she's kind of like scanning you with the crystal. So you can't move your hand at all. Nope. And you are telling us there's a giant globe of transmutation magic in front of you. That's what I said. My missive. Yes. Excellent. My missive. <laughs> nice. Dell, do you detect anything? And Dell has on her, her rose tinted spectacles that are kind of glowing light colors. And she's like, nothing, nothing, professor. I, I don't see anything. And he goes, uh, well, I don't think you're pulling a goof on us because I know you do street magic, but this seems... This is not in my repertoire of usual street magics that I do. <laughs> I would certainly hope not because those are already a little much. <laughs> Professor Danvers, um, she walks up past the membrane of, of the globe and it doesn't affect her in any way. And she walks up to where Salt is and she kind of like taps you on the shoulder. You're just kind of like, you're literally just stuck there. Yeah. Well, that's disconcerting, especially if cars come by. Del, help me move her. I don't want to get run over. And yeah, Del walks over and the, they kind of like pick you up and put you on like they lean you against a park bench. I'm a mannequin now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Danvers turns back to you and goes, um, you think that this giant globe is where Fizzy might be or is involved with in some way? We don't have any other leads. And this wasn't here before Fizzy disappeared. Indeed. Indeed. Coincidence? No. No. I think what we're going to need is some more help. I'm going to go talk to a friend I have in the merchant quarter. Come with me, Del. Don't worry about him. He'll be fine. <laughs> Del kind of looks at you like, just don't. I'm hungry. <laughs> Bring <laughs> snacks back, please. Del walks up and gives you a little cup of granola. Oh, what's <laughs> up with Always with the granola. I know. She really likes the granola. Well, if it makes you feel better, this was mine. And then she turns and walks away. Wow. Uh, all right. She likes me. She gave me her granola. She sure did. Uh, and then she walks down the street and they walk out of sight, probably to go get some kind of magical well, assistance do, from the merchant. Do, 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 just alone here with 
Eight you are not alone. As a matter of fact, you f- you actually feel a presence behind you. Oh, crap. Yeah. We'll get to that in a second. I have to use the bathroom. <laughs> you do have Just to pee. use pee. the bathroom. It'll go into the past. Exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> that's Harry Potter rules. When you take a shit, it just disappears. Yeah. Fuck Harry. If you shit so into dumb. the globe, it's gone. Yeah. Did you just say fuck Harry Potter? <gasps> I'm leaving. Whoa. <laughs> Goodbye. Wow. Wizards Yo. are too good to use toilets. No, thank you. That's yeah. All right. I see it. Um, <laughs> okay. Salt. We. Oui. You're in a street where it is a, there's like a wafting smoke, like a fog of war passing over everything. Um, it smells slightly of burning. Like that? Like that. (laughs) (laughs) You hear the the muffled sounds of battle all around you. Um, Blades clanging together, explosions, spells, anything that you can kind of imagine. Um, Directly in front of you, about 50 feet away, is a massive war machine. Um, It has track wheels, kind of like a tank, and the top of it is this large globe inside of it is a blue scintillating crystal that's kind of just moving around in it. Pretty. And behind you, you in maybe also like 50 feet away, but running along the rooftops are a group of um, people wearing these large suits of padded armor with these big bulbous like helmets with these black circles where you're guessing their eyes might be and they're equipped with these large claws. <laughs> you are like dead center between these two groups to your sides are like burned out shot and also just like general rubble and like low walls where things have been collapsed. What do you want to do? I would like to move to the side. <laughs> <laughs> Take a little shimmy. I would like to just like comically you're just like shimmy, 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 shimmy. Okay. Um, as you start to move, the crystal inside glows red. And now I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Ubui. Ubui. Nine. You duck behind a, a low wall as you're about to try to get into like a burned out shop. As you do so, a crackling beam of blue lightning flies like right past you Yikes. and it uh, singes you for two hit points. Motherfucker. And as you do that, those frogmen, um, they kind of close the distance between and now they are running along the roof. You can actually hear them running o- across the top. Impressive with their big suits. I know. They're, they're, they're pretty tough, these Gladiators. Guys. And you see the blue globe. Now it's glowing, and that crystal inside of it has split into, like, many different individual crystals, and they're all glowing a slight red. Mm. Um, and it starts, like, shooting energy in different directions. <laughs> Most of it seems to be going up, like, along the rooftops. Right. What spell to you? You don't necessarily have to start, like, <laughs> blowing wow. shit up. Combat not, hasn't started I'm not, yet. I'm okay. not. I was good. Misty step into the tank and be like, hey, boys. Hey, boys. Hello, boys. Hello. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> I did not expect it, no. Damn. Okay. Uh. You're going to need to wait a second to, to find an opening. <laughs> Not because I need time to think of what's going to happen in there, but you need to you need to wait a second because the tank is still rolling forward, and the way Misty Step works is you kind of have to see where you're going to yep. go. 
So it's going to take you a second to like find a moment yeah. to, to get into this. There are a few more crackles of that blue lightning. And then you see one of the crystals that's glowing uh, red. You kind of make eyes with it. I, 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 t- I touch souls. You touch souls with it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Across the vast distance of yeah. space and time. It's like beautiful. That movie with the mailbox. And sure. Yes. You know the one. Yeah. With Sandra. Yeah. And, and, and Keanu. Keanu? <laughs> oh, we bonded. It's it's glowing bright red again. Um, what do you want to do? When when I connect souls with this crystal, do I get any information from it? Like, am I getting any insight? Make an Arcana check. Okay, and my Arcana is four. So it's twelve. Twelve. You can hold one from reading a situation. Okay. What's the best way to protect others? So this giant globe, just from context clues, you know, like, this thing can just shoot at people. Like, it's shooting off some kind of electrical energy. Uh, So finding a way to dampen that in some way would certainly help. This probably can't go through walls. Mm -hmm. Um, It probably can't go through the ground. And almost certainly the only reason it's shooting is because there are people controlling it. This thing is not... It's clearly not autonomous. Right, right. Um, So the best way to protect others would be to either get them out of this area or get Mm -hmm. them behind cover or to stop the people inside of it. Okay. Um, Either one of those options will work to to protect others to keep this tank from hurting anybody. Okay. And while you are doing that, you see the crystal um, in front of you start to charge up a crackling red energy, and you know it's about to go down. I'm picturing Goodbye, like cruel world. the walking tank things from Breath of the Wild. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. a good, yeah, yeah, but with track wheels. Yeah, I kind of picture yeah. those. And while that's happening, Ren, you are in the DMV. Yeah. <laughs> <Got> <laughs> on the of, other side of town. On the other side of town <laughs> and another bunch of years away. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen Steffens was kind of telling you about the, the last time she saw Talagon. She goes, the, the last time I saw Talagon, it was right towards the end of the war. I was part of a, and then Daniel was like, he was nodding. Mm -hmm. I was part of a special unit. They called us the Frogmen. Oh, why? We wore these very elaborate outfits. And Daniel Steffens, as he's talking, he reaches into like his wallet and he pulls out a small, like a sketch that he drew (laughs) and he hands it to you. And it 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 looks it looks like a frog person. It looks like a giant frog yeah. like body. How'd you go to the bathroom in these things? And then she goes like, "We made sure to go before." Okay. We because those things are a pain to put on and take off. Near the end of the war, we we were in a pretty bad way. I remember we were running down a street and we saw we called them fish bowls. <laughs> You guys had some weird names. Yeah, uh, well, you know, it was it was the different time. time. Yeah, different, different, <laughs> it's time. different time. Different time. <laughs> also, very upset they're not called battle toads, but that's just me. Oh, oh man, oh, retcon. <laughs> oh yes, we were called the battle toads. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's much better. <laughs> we called them fish bowls. They were these war machines that were brought from Celestia. Massive globes. And what they would do is they would shoot electrical energy at anyone nearby. As soon as our unit saw it, we knew we had to stop it. And so there I was running along the rooftop. Were you running in that outfit <laughs> on a roof? <laughs> mm-hmm. Trust me, they move a lot faster than they seem. Okay. 
Roll for initiative. Okay. Trying to fight your parents. Oh, 20. Jesus Christ. You roll for initiative as well. Motherfucker. Are we about to do something weird? 14. I'm cool. <laughs> You're just chilling. Roll for uh, granola. Well, you'll be at the bottom of the order. Aw. Just because you're you're kind of just hanging out right and now. Like it, like the camera goes back to me just alone in a field, and I'm just like And I'm like, I leave the oven on. Oh man. Lake house. Leaving them letters. Really, I was like, they should have called it. You've got mail. I know, right? I was going to make that joke, too, but I didn't. <laughs> uh. Well, now you've lost your opportunity, just like with Battletoads. Boom. Oh, damn. Damn it. A breeze picks up. A breeze. <laughs> Ellen describes to you the scene of this final battle, and she says the following. I was running along a rooftop on the left side of the street down by the market district. Straight ahead was this tank, and I could see the crew within, but I didn't really know how to get to them. And I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, I didn't really have a very good way of defeating these things, but because I was on the roof and because I had my frog suit, my battle toad out. Yes. <laughs> Those things allow for some pretty impressive leaping ability. For real? For real. Oh, cool. And so as I was running, I knew that if I needed to get to another roof or somewhere else, I had an easy way to do so. Ren, yeah. What does your mom do next? Ooh, she's going to jump from the roof on the tank. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was ahead of the pack, and I could hear my boots run, hitting against the roof, and I could definitely hear that over the sound of my own heart beating. It was very scary. I stepped onto a ledge, and I leaped through the air. There. Pretty far jump. Yeah. Daniel was like, she bragged about it all night after. Well, I mean, I would too. It was a pretty cool jump. Yeah. And then she says, and I landed on the roof of this globe, the top of it. Those things are sheer. Like v slick. Very slick. Make a dexterity slaving throw. 11. Wait, plus 7. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Damn. My dexterity's high. She's like, I was able to keep myself stuck. Those frog suits have some pretty... Grippies. P pretty good grippies. Yeah. And that'll end that turn. One of the members of the crew inside of the battle tank uh, charges up one of their red crystals. It is directly beneath Ellen. No. Well, she's alive now. So. <laughs> it's going to be like <laughs> a, a Back to the Future thing where she starts to fade a little bit in front of oh, you. Oh, no. Uh, you got to go get the sports almanac. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen Steffens takes three points of damage as she gets struck by a beam of energy. She is dodging it because she's like agile, but it does singe her suit a little bit. So that's my health? Uh, yes, that's you can mark that off as your health. Because if she dies, then you never were born. True. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. No, mommy, no. Where was my dad during this whole thing? Just fucking he was a chef making soup, <laughs> making soups, <laughs> or opening MREs. If he could get his hand on the jar. Oh, poor burn. guy. Season one burn. Another one of the crew fires another crystal towards one of the other frogmen, and it misses. Uh, you hear the crackling energy like fly through the air and smash into a building. Uh, a third member of the crew fires a, a bolt at you. Um, from where you're hiding. What a fuck face. Um, but because you're hiding, it has uh, disadvantage, but it still manages to shock you a little bit. And it does two points of damage to you as you get hit by another one of these blue beams. Suck my dick! So you've lost four, so you're at 34. Okay. 
Salt, it is now your turn. You are at the bottom floor of this burned out shop building. You can see the tank ahead of you. You also saw one of the frogmen leap off a roof on top of it. Yeah. Um, what do you want to do next? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to misty step. You're going to misty step? Yeah. Okay. This is going to be a wisdom saving throw to see if you can find a moment to zip yourself inside of this tank using misty step. 19. Wow. Okay. Finally. You run up to the front of this tank. And as you're running, you can kind of like with your peripheral vision tell like only that one jumped onto the tank. The other ones kind of took up defensive positions, maybe to draw fire. You're not sure. But as you run up to this tank, you see that there is a glass window that leads directly into the center of it. Um, probably like a bay. I teleport behind the people. Yeah, well, it's going to be right in the center of the space. So they're all sort of like... They're all kind of around Around, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Uh, mark off a spell slot that you spent your Misty Step. A swirl of silver energy surrounds you, and from your perspective, it seems like clouds filter into your vision. Um, and then as quickly as they come in, they fade, and you are inside of this tank. And you are standing up, but your head is like almost touching the ceiling. So it's not super tall. Yeah, and... I want to say that my one of my bonus thingies is that I can do disguise self at will, but can I... You can do disguise self at will. Does it take a turn is what I don't know. I don't think so. It's an action, but you've misty step in here. Yeah. And now that you're inside here, you can immediately clock like these soldiers are speaking Celestian, obviously. Right. They're not in full armor or anything like that. They're kind of wearing like uniforms, whitish uniforms with like blue tassels and blue epaulets and things like that. Just blue embellishment. Mm. There's six people in here. Imagine basically you're standing in the middle of like a hexagon right. and at every point is like a bay. Right. Where one of them is like controlling part of the system through an arcanist's console. Gotcha. And you're just like dead center um, on like a metal grate. Okay. Ren. This is when your mom says, um, it was pretty wild. So there I am on top of the globe and <laughs> I look down and there's this, this is going to sound wild. Okay. There's a girl about your age. My age. Who runs up to this tank and just, I thought she got shot at first, but I think she teleported inside of it. Really? Really. Like a misty step? <laughs> I don't know how you know that, but yes, <laughs> like a misty step. <laughs> uh, another one of the crew is going to make a perception check to see if they notice you in here. <laughs> they don't. They don't. And now they're going to try to shoot at another one of the frogmen. As you're inside, you actually hear like when it fires, it's very loud in, inside of this chamber. Like you actually hear like energy surge from all around. Mm -hmm. um, there's like a high pitch whirring and then you can hear it discharge and then you hear like a crackling explosion noise in the distance. Another one of the crew also is going to shoot at one of the frogmen and manages to hit. Ren, this is when your mother tells you, she was like, as I was on top, I actually saw the, the globe fire a bolt of energy at one of my friends. Oh. He got hit oh, no. pretty bad. Oh. But he was still moving at the end and they got to him right away. It was... This was a dangerous, dangerous place to be. Yeah, I'm feeling it. The way that the frogman's health will work is once it reaches a, a certain threshold, they'll lose. And now the last member of the crew is going to prepare something. And they are successful at preparing. Hemlock, <laughs> while this is happening, you don't know it's happening. You're just kind of chilling out. Do -do -do. <laughs> you, you detect a presence behind you. 
and you have not felt this presence since you were on the rooftop doing your roga uh, many, many days previous. Is this going to be Doen? As a matter of fact. <laughs> our boy. That is, is not the time, Doen. It is our boy. <laughs> I'm a little preoccupied. Are you, <laughs> Are you? You don't really look it. Your hand is stuck inside this globe. You can't move. Salt has <laughs> leaned against a bench. <laughs> Also unable to move. <laughs> Arms asleep. This sucks. <laughs> and uh, and you see Doan walking up uh, behind you. And I'm like, sure, why not? Obviously, <laughs> you're the only one who can see him. <laughs> and also, very curiously, he's wearing the T-Ray glasses. Mm-hmm. And like he had him before. And he walks up to it, and like he almost touches it, and then he turns to where you are. What's up? Like <laughs> reacting to you. And then he, he nods, and then he turns back and stares at it for a second. What do you want to do? Is he within, like, reaching distance? Uh, yeah. Can I try and touch him? Sure. He's corporeal? Yeah. Um, your hand just passes through him. Ah, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, but it's, it's kind of weird, right? Like, it's kind of like if you were clipping into, like, some graphics or something. Like, it doesn't affect him or you in any way. It's just like, blow. Yeah, it's just through. Okay. Just through without even any kind of, it doesn't feel different, nothing. Okay. Um... I still have the glasses, right? Yeah. I like to look at him. Do I see anything weird? Nope. In fact, like- when you wear the glasses, he disappears. You don't see him at all. Okay, so I can only see him through the glasses. No, you cannot see him through the glasses. Oh, okay. So wait, You can okay. only I see him the- with your eyes. I wasn't wearing them before. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, you know where this globe is. It's yeah. kind of hard to miss. <laughs> can I look at him through my hand hole? Uh, yeah, nothing. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of limited in how I can interact with ghost Doan. <laughs> you are kind of limited in how you can interact with Ghost Doan. Uh, oh, wait. Wait. Well, no. It depends. I Can I bend down and in the dirt right high? Yes. <laughs> you can do that. I do that. Make a dexterity check. See if your arm falls off. 14. You do manage to write down the word high as you <laughs> bend your body. Hello, Doan. And as you're doing that, um, the Doan ghost like watches you like very curiously and then just kind of goes, what are you doing? <laughs> um, and then it just kind of shakes its head and turns back to the globe. Well, that was rude. I can't, I, it, there, no sounds coming from it. No sound. There, there is dirt on the ground. Like he's not affecting that in any way. Okay. Um, he's, it's like, he's just like, uh, like a ghost. Like he's just walking through. I'm so confused by ghost. Owen. I know. It was in my dream not too long ago. Yeah. And then he was also like a, a, a hologram in a thing. Yeah. yeah. Man. If only you guys were figuring this out. Are Ren, <laughs> you are uh, still in the DMV and you're, and now you get to tell me what your mom's going to do. Oh, she's going to try and punch through the dome. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> so I'm at the top of this globe. It's it's made of this translucent, I guess plastic is the best way to describe it. Plastic. I know. <laughs> they make it possible. Uh, yeah, I, I did say I did say part of our plane was sheared off the ocean and they took plastic. Okay. So there's plastic here. <laughs> she says, I had no other choice. I tried to well, I tried to punch through it. Um luckily the claws I was wearing were made of some pretty tough stuff. Battle toads. Battle toads. Fuck yeah. I mean heck yeah. Watch your language. <laughs> Make a strength check. So <laughs> eleven. Which is weird. Did you want to try to boost it up? Yeah. Uh, how do you want to try to boost it up? Uh can I use mm, inspiration? You could. Or what else? Do you have a suit of armor? 
Oh, yeah. I thought that was just for intimidation rules. Well, no, it allows you to use performance instead of strength. Oh, yeah. In certain situations. I'll do that. Okay. And that's plus six. Okay, then, yeah. So now it's 17. Up. So um, as you're talking, say, say something basically like encouraging to your mom to kind of represent this. Like as she tries to. So there I was about to punch through this thing. Yeah, you were. <laughs> you sure were. You sure you could do it. And as you say you that, can do for whatever it. reason, the stud studded leather kind of glows beneath your armor. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely because you're excited to be thinking about like doing something like cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then your mom's like, why is your shirt glowing? Don't worry about it. Anyway. Therapy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the claw burst right through the top of the globe Dang. and made a pretty sizable gap in it. And Salt, you hear uh, what sounds like shattering glass and clattering as something hits inside of the tank above you. Shield your eyes. Now it is the turn of one of the crew. They are going to see if they notice you. I didn't get a chance to disguise myself. I know you didn't. <laughs> they don't notice you. They're very preoccupied with trying to blow understandably, shit up. Understandably, understandably. But one of those crew is going to shoot one of the, oh, goddamn. Ran, your mom says, right after I punched through, I saw two of those crystals inside the globe come together and fire a bolt at another one of my friends. Um, and he was down. Oh, oh no. The frogman unit takes uh, 10 points of damage. Whoa. And uh, you you definitely hear like a pretty sizable blast come out from this globe as it hit, and then you hear like an explosion and then a yell, wow. like an actual yell that yeah. pierces through the, the the sound of battle. Another one of the crew is going to shoot at the frogman using the system. It works, and they do another four points of damage as another bolt fires out. Third one is going to shoot, and they miss. You just hear like a bolt fly off in the distance. Um, and now it is your turn, Salt. Okay. Can I make eye contact with the mom whose name I forgot? The one who's... Uh, there is a hatch over you. So, yes, you could theoretically go inside of the globe. Ellen. Her name is Ellen. Ellen, thank you. Yes, yeah, you could, you could pop open the globe and go up to look at Ellen for whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to do that. I would like to... Uh, Put my little head through the little hatch. <laughs> okay, um, like I'll say hole. that like that's a that's a free action. You okay. like the the way the hatch because like it's dangerous to be in the globe yes. because of all the crystals. But um, you're able to slide open slide it open and look inside. Um, it's just it looks like how it looked from outside, but you do see the battle toad <laughs> at the top. She has just punched through this globe. Right. What do you want to do? Okay, I want to make eye contact. I want to say hi, and then I want to say. <laughs> I want to encourage okay, Battletoad. Ellen turns to Ren and says, uh, after I punched through the ceiling of this globe, I looked down and I could see a hatch inside the control chamber, which made sense. I mean, they had to get in here to serve, in service the globe in some way. But I saw that girl. <laughs> she had gotten inside and somehow wasn't dead yet. And she motioned for me to try to get in. So that's what you've done. What do you want to do next? I'm going to fucking put on a goddamn frog suit. You're going to put on a frog suit? Yeah, I fucking am. Okay. As a disguise? I mean, as opposed to as just a costume change? Uh, yeah. I'm just asking what, like, do you cast, you cast disguise self? It doesn't give you the benefits of the frog suit. You don't have, yeah, you won't have the benefits of wearing a frog suit, but you will right. look like. But I'll look like a frog dude. Yeah. A uh, battle toad. Like Mario. Look like you, yeah, you will look like a battle toad. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll stay myself, I guess. It'll just. Put on the, the, the nice looking frog suit. 
Yeah, so you cast Disguise Self into one of the Battletoads, and now you're wearing the full suit. You have the goggles. From your perspective, nothing is different, but if anyone looking from the outside were to glance at you, you would definitely look like one of the Battletoads. Yeah, Battletoad. It is the turn of one of the crew. They're going to shoot at one of the Battletoads. They succeed. Um, You hear another bolt of energy, and actually, as you're looking up, uh, you do see, like, one of the crystals zip around in the globe. like It kind of looks like a dart. It smashes against the side of the globe and then fires a really huge blast, mm. and that blast does five damage to the Battletoads. Wow. Another one of the crew is going to shoot at the Battletoads. I really love that we decided to name them the Battletoads. It's pretty Misses. Cool. Another one does so. And again, you see another one of those, those crystals inside the globe zip around to one of the walls and fire another bolt. Um, and it does five damage to the Battletoads. Hemlock, having a good old time. Me and, <laughs> me and Ghostin. Me and Ghostin. If you only have one free hand. With he set it down to write it. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, okay. Ghostin, he's just looking very curiously at this globe. And every so often, he's turning to you and then turning back. And then every time he turns to you, he kind of like, it looks like he's asking something. And then he turns back to the globe. What do you want to do? I, my assumption is he can't hear me. Uh, yeah, that seems to be the assumption yeah. that Jeff is making. So, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> How do I? Part of it is confusing because I don't know what the fuck he is. I don't know what he is. Well, do you have any techniques you can employ in order to gain information about a situation or phenomena? I'd like to. Yeah. Can I just do investigate a sitch? Do, do an arcana check? Uh, okay. Yes. This will be a spout lore roll. So roll plus arcana. <laughs> 18. You quickly recall the index section of, I keep changing his name, but Jared Magicman's Encyclopedia for Burgeoning Wizards and Others. Mm-hmm. His correspondence course that taught you magic. And remembering back to that section, you do remember a very high level, almost childlike description of what are known as after images. Mm. Um, basically it's if something has happened before many times, what will happen is that'll leave an imprint, the fabric of magic, Okay. like a scene playing out over and over again. You know that like, it's not necessarily a ghost. It's more like this happened here a lot. So it's going to happen here right now, which is explained sort of like why, why it has no awareness of you. And also like why you can pass right through it. It's really not actually happening. You just have like a perspective to be able to see it and understand it. And like the plane itself is allowing you to see it because it happened before. It's happened many times. Gotcha. It's so, after it. So I'm so so I can't interact or do anything with this. It's just it's just it's watching it's watching the previous season's episode. Yeah, it's watching the, it's basically you're watching the previous season's right. episode. Right. Okay. So you can't interact directly with this, but you can observe it and see what it does. Yeah. Let's do I mean, I'll just keep watching. I can't move. <laughs> I can't, definitely can't move. Yeah, I'll keep watching. I'll eat a snack on some granola. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're eating some granola and watching Ghost Owen like walk around the perimeter of this globe for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then Ghost Owen turns around and like, I keep calling him Ghost Owen because it's easier. Yeah. He has a conversation with something you can't see. And then he walks back over to you. And then he reaches his hand out and puts his hand on your shoulder. You can't feel it. Right. But curiously enough. Is it accurate as far as it's perfectly is accurate? <laughs> it is perfectly accurate. Did fact, I do this with him again before and I just don't remember it? And now it's going to go back to Ren's turn. Yeah. <laughs> Ren, what does your mom do next? So can she reach down into the thing and grab a crystal out? 
Is she close? Is the hole big enough? Or Yeah, she could do that. It would be... It'll be a dexterity saving throw to see if she can get a handle on one of these things, and then it'll be, like, challenging on top of that. But, yes, if one of these crystals is flying by, she could try to grab it. Yeah. Okay. Um, make a dexterity saving throw. And your mom says, I decided that the best course of action was to try to find a way down. And, well, I didn't have any other ideas, so I waited till one of the crystals flew by the hole I had punched through. I got you get? 14 plus, plus 7. <laughs> I was able to get my hand on it. (laughs) And let me tell you, honey, those things were charged with a lot of energy. But you have gloves on, right? You got frog hands. I did have gloves on, yes, but they weren't really um, insulated. They should have made you guys better uniforms back then. I got a bit of a zap. Your mom takes six points of damage as she grabs on to one of these flying crystals. But she does wrench it out of the globe and now she has it and it's still crackling with that that blue energy one of the crew inside is going to see if they notice you <laughs> well i roll the 20 oh fuck, oh, fuck. god it's all they say god now they say god <laughs> i see god one too. of the crew does a quick glance back and shouts something about like we lost crystal four and then they see you salt and they yell out who are you? Really? Yeah. Well, they didn't know you were there. But I'm. I'm I mean, about, I, the dungeon master, know who you are. I'm a battle toad. Don't, yeah, but they're not battle toads. Isn't it evident <laughs> who I would be if I'm dressed as a battle toad? <laughs> okay. Tell them this. They're like, you've got a point. Yeah. Is like, obvious? Listen, y'all. Is it not obvious? Because if it isn't, then you're really stupid. And I don't know why you're driving a tank if you're that dumb. One of these crew members runs up to you with a uh, small dagger and tries to slash at you and hits you Uh for two damage. It was a little baby knife. Uh, yeah, they, they pull out basically like a, like a combat dagger as they leave their, their spot inside, and they try to slash at you. There's now the turn of another one of the crew. They're not going to deal with you, Salt. They're going to shoot another one of the frogmen. They connect, and they do. Uh, four damage as another bolt of energy shoots out, and then another one of the crew is going to shoot at the frogmen. It's poor frogmen. Five damage on that one. They are at 36. They are, as we say in the dungeon mastering business, bloodied. Salt, it's now your turn. You are tussling with one of these crew members. Uh, I want to do mirror image. You want to do mirror image? That's where it creates three of me. Okay, that'll be your turn. Mark off a spell slot. You're out of spell slots. Utilizing your quick thinking and arcane power, spawn a bunch of mirror images and this guy that you are dealing with is shocked at the sight of this and i make a loud roar you do make a loud roar and now the crew notices you (laughs) (laughs) why it's pretty crowded inside this tank (laughs) how does mirror image work exactly uh okay each time a creature targets you roll a d20 to determine whether the attack uh instead hits one of your duplicates so if I have three duplicates, you must roll a six or higher to change the attack's target to a duplicate. So you have to roll a six or higher, right? On your d20? I guess. Yeah, okay. So one of these crew is going to run up to you, Salt. It misses. We'll just say it tries to tussle with a duplicate, and the duplicate dodges. Another one tries to tussle with a duplicate. Duplicate dodges. Wow, they all missed. And by that, I mean they all missed you. Right. They were trying to beat your AC, and yeah. I just rolled like a five, a five, and a, like a f- another four. Damn. So the tank doesn't fire off this turn. Hemlock. 
still just chilling. Dolan uh, seems to be having a conversation with you. Okay. And it seems to be nodding and like listening and then nodding and kind of making like like a like a reassured face. Um, what do you want to do? I can't read lips, can I? I don't know. I mean. <sighs> <laughs> what are you trying to find? Like, well, I'm just curious. What he's saying, what he's but I can't hear. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can do like an insight check. Yeah, can I do? Can I see if I could like yeah. figure out some words that he's saying? Let's see. Okay, yeah. So we'll say that you're using your your natural perceptive skills. So uh, 14. You can hold one from investigate a mystery. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> is that a question I can ask? No. Uh, sadly. What is useful or valuable? Ghost Owen. He's nodding and listening. He looks at the globe again. You see him take the the T-ray glasses and hand them to you, which is weird because you do already have them. Two. Uh, You don't have two. He just kind of reaches out (laughs) for a second, and then they're gone. And then it seems like he's telling you something specifically to do with them. Use big words. Use mouth. Make big mouth movements. <laughs> you see the word scared, and then you can see the word like when you get there. And he, and he enunciates that as if he's trying to talk over someone. All right. So my hand's still frozen. Your hand is still frozen. I can, and I can't move. Can I stick my head with the glasses through the orb? <laughs> uh, I mean, like, I'm either just going to stay here. I guess I can't affect anything. Can I, can I, I can't get the rest of my body through the orb. I didn't say that. Okay. Can I do that? Yeah. Okay, do that. <laughs> I thought I was like just. No, like, you just stuck your hand in and stood there. I hate you. Put, <laughs> you hate me? Yeah. What are you talking about? This was your choice. Put me through. Uh, yeah, you take a solid step into the dome. And now you're inside a glowing white space. Now that you are in the glowing white space, on the ground is Genuine, and he's looking at you like, well, well, <laughs> finally figured out the puzzle, eh? thought I was frozen. I thought I was stuck. I'm sure you did, but didn't you have the context clue that Salt just kind of walked in? I thought it was because she's magic. You're magic, you fool! I hate you. Yes, this is how I operate. But guess what? You're about to drop into a pretty cool scene, my man. Sweet. We'll deal with that. In a sweet, second. sweet. You look so defeated. Ren. Yeah. Comma Ellen. What happens next? You now have one of these glowing hot, 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 crystals. Hot, 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 hot. If I throw it like away from the tank, what's it gonna do? Is this thing stable? Are you asking your mom? <laughs> yeah. Um, was it what's stable? How stable was it? Well, I didn't have a lot of time to try to figure That's, it out. Yeah, I could see that. If you want, you can roll to have Ellen read a situation. Okay. This would be an arcana check okay. using your arcana. 19. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You can hold two from read a situation. Read a situation. How can I take the advantage? Best way in I will give you. For free. Okay. Best way into this globe is going to be you need to interrupt the energy swirling around inside of this globe. And you can tell that at the base, there seems to be some pretty sophisticated equipment. Okay. So pulling the crystal out didn't interrupt. Pulling the crystal out didn't interrupt the equipment because obviously the other crystals are still running. But now you have one of them. And it seems to be disconnected from whatever was happening. Okay. How to take the advantage You can tell this crystal is still holding some residual charge. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) if you wanted, you could say, 
put it somewhere and you're guessing that any jostling this thing takes might be <laughs> volatile. <laughs> so I want to take that crystal and I want to put it on the sophisticated equipment. <laughs> <laughs> That's a solid choice. Yes. Yeah. How do you, do you want to try to do that? Yeah, I want to try and do that. Um, so you want to like basically drop the crystal down? Yeah. Okay. Spy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I had this crystal. You're going to get rid of it soon though, right? Well, yeah. As a matter of fact, um, now that it was disconnected from the energy holding it in place, yeah. I threw it back in. You threw it back in? Threw it back in. Damn. And then uh, Daniel is like, I love this part. <laughs> Make a uh, dexterity check. 13... Plus seven. So a dirty 20. <laughs> yeah. And she says, let me tell you, Ren, perfect drop. Would you say chef's kiss? I would say <laughs> chef's kiss. And then Daniel's like, nice. <laughs> hey, everyone. It's Jojo, the dungeon master for the roles we made because the real podcast was the roles we made along the way. Thank you for joining us for part three of the third act of our show, uh, third arc, I should say, which is called the third act. Oh goodness gracious! Uh, this this entire arc is is pretty buck wild. I mean, this is the first real battle they have, and it's sort of the the strangest battle I could possibly think of. Sorry, I keep moving my mic around. I'm just a little a little tired, uh, and I'm trying to make sure that I don't break anything. Um, yeah, when 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 we ended the previous uh, the previous week and we were trying to decide on what would happen next, I had never intended for the group to split. These guys are really good at splitting up, and truthfully, like when they're in town, I don't mind it. But if one of them goes to the adventure, I mean, I, I kind of can't stop that. And this is one of those instances where we stopped playing that day in the middle of a battle or the start of a battle. And I, I had the thought like, what does, uh, could, could, how could Ren get involved in this battle if she's on the other side of town? And, uh, it took literally three days for me to imagine a way for, to justify that, which truthfully, uh, informed what's going to happen next. Like what the overall plot of this entire arc is. Um, it's very tough, uh, doing this show the way that I do, I think, because I, I, I don't think of it all on the spot, but it's sort of like you have different um, like modules, like things in your head that you can just pull out when you need. And so like I'll go into a, a game session with a couple of different modules and then I just kind of let come what may and hopefully it's a good time. But this is one of those ones where because of the situation I found myself in, I learned a lot about what this entire story is going to be, um, after this, this particular episode. Uh, and again, um, if I didn't make it clear last time there, Halifax, my favorite character shows up in this, um, in this episode. And, uh, she's, um, I gave her the name Carolyn on accident. It's Caitlin. Her name is Caitlin. And, uh, I can't stress enough how important that is because if you're following along at home, if you took the name Carolyn, that means nothing. Uh, let's do the ad this week. Folks, I got to tell you, right now, I'm sitting in a chair. And that's important. You got to sit in chairs sometimes because, you know, 
Your legs get tired. You got to rest. But I'm sitting in this chair, and and you know what's, you know what's missing? A spot to keep stuff. I need a table. And that's why I'm glad that Legendcraft is sponsoring our show today. Legendcraft is a Canadian woodworking business that specializes in making cool, nerdy furniture and accessories for all tabletop games. Uh, and not just tables. I mean, their tables are buck wild. You can customize them any way you want. They can have runes and cup holders and spots for your dice and nice velvet inlays. It's great. But there's other stuff you can get there, too. Like maybe you want some floating island shelves that you can put your models on. Or, or you want to roll your dice in style? You should try a rolling rod. They're pretty dang sick. You can head on over to Legendcraft CA to get any of this neat stuff. And if you use the offer code ROLLSREMADE at checkout, you get 5% off your purchase. And also, any purchases you make using the offer code ROLLSREMADE will directly support our show. So yeah, use offer code ROLLSREMADE at Legendcraft. Get yourself a table and a bunch of cool shelves and cubbies and stuff. It's awesome. Legendcraft. Start your own legend. Thank you so much for uh, joining us on today's episode. If they want to support us, um, in addition to just visiting our sponsors, another good way to do so is to listen to a bunch of our episodes. Um, and you can do so with any podcatcher of your choosing. Just find the roles we made, download a bunch, and listen to them. Um, and give us good reviews and ratings and tell your friends all that good stuff. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach us on our new Twitter. Um, that's right. The roles we made has a Twitter now. I don't know what took us so long, but we got it. And, uh, it is, oh, I'm looking it up. It's at the roles we made. Makes sense, huh? Our Twitter is at the roles we made. Um, and you can directly contact us there send us messages tweet at us um it took us for some reason a very long time to get a twitter it's a very new twitter but uh it's at least there and hey also if you are into goosebumps um danielle jeff and i have started another podcast where we read and uh, go through goosebumps books uh, which is fun because danielle and i both have phds and jeff does not uh, and the name of that show is Geese Bumps. That's right. The plural of goose and then the word bumps. Geese Bumps, it's available on iTunes, um, sorry, Apple Podcasts, as well as anywhere that podcasts can be found. Um, so check it out and uh, listen to it. It's really, really, really funny. The next episode of The Rolls We Made is going to be coming out in one week, which is going to be September, hold on, the 18th. Oh, man. I, I have the audio for that next episode, and it is buck wild. Until then, have a good day, and enjoy the rest of the episode. Bye! <laughs> the crystal flies falls through the globe. Um, some of the other crystals seem like they may bump into it, but they miss entirely. And then it hits the bottom and discharges a massive like plume of blue energy and all of the equipment at the top like seems to short out and the crystals in the size inside of it all collapse and fall to the bottom. 
Ooh, does um, that cause a chain reaction because they're jostled? It does not cause a chain reaction because <laughs> they're jostled. However, none of those crystals are operating right That's now. That's good. Um, so you have effectively, or sorry, Ellen has effectively stopped this tank from being able to fire. Such a Which means ass. the frogmen are more or less safe right now. Good. It is now the turn of one of the crew who is now trying to kill Salt. <laughs> Cool. Manages to get a hit off. So Salt, roll a d20 to see if it hits you or your after image. Okie uh, 18. It manages to hit an after image of you, and that after image um, explodes into a wisp of yeah, arcane power. The, <laughs> the next one does the same and misses. Uh, the next one misses as well. Salt, it's your turn. I forget the name of your um, ghosts. I know one was named Puffy. Oh. Salt Jr. and Salt... I didn't even remember they had names. Yeah, it was Puffy, Salt Jr., and Salt the Supreme. Okay, Salt Supreme, yeah. <laughs> crunch, salt, <laughs> crunch Salt Supreme. I'm guessing Puffy got killed. Okay, by Puffy. Um, but Salt <laughs> Supreme and, uh, oh, no, Salt the Ultimate and Salt Jr. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yep, sounds right. Okay, so Salt the Ultimate's fine, and Salt, I don't know why I'm putting so much emphasis in that I remembered this. What do you want to do? <laughs> um, I would like to... Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna cast infestation on all of them. You can't cast it on all of them, can Isn't you? It, can't it cover a space? What's it say? Um, one creature. Son of a bitch. Okay, never mind. And do you have any AOEs? Not as cantrips, no. I don't think. I'm gonna try to eldritch blast some of the crystals. Above you? Mm -hmm. Didn't I get rid of them all? I mean, did they, well? No. Oh, what happened they? was they were floating around in there. Yeah. Ellen dropped the, the one that was basically a grenade. It destroyed all of these sophisticated equipment. And once oh. it did that, all of the crystals kind of shut off and then collapsed down. And now basically, like, it's a globe. So they fell down. And now they're kind of, like, sitting on the hatch. Oh. Yeah. So that's that's where they are. But you're going to Eldritch Blast that. No. I was reading while you were telling, while you guys were fabricating that part. So, uh, <laughs> new plan. <laughs> <laughs> Is Am I still, like... Where am I in the, am I in the hatch? You're still, you're, no, you're not in the hatch. You're just in like the, the open area in the side of this tank. Okay. Um, cause like, like I said, like imagine a, a pen, like a, like a hexagon and right. the center is like a platform area. That's where you are. That's where your mirror images are. And also that's where the entire crew is now because right. they're trying to kill you. Right. Yes. Uh, is the hatch open? No. Mm-hmm. I don't like the look on your face when you say that. What? No. Smug. Sinister. Smug. The, the, hatch, is, the smug. hatch is not opened. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going to cast Blade Ward. <laughs> I'm just going to be like. Okay. Um, what does Blade Ward do? I've never heard of that one. <laughs> yeah. New. This is new. Uh, until in the end of your next turn, you have resistance against bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage dealt by weapon attacks. Oh. Nice. Wait, right, you're going yeah. defensive? This isn't assault play. I she. I, it's been so long, guys. I'm I haven't inhabited the character she, in a while. She's matured. <laughs> I feel it. Shit. All right. Yeah. You cast Blade Ward on yourself, and I'm gonna guess that I'm gonna have that extend to your mirror images. Um, oh, that's nice. Nice. One of them is able to strike you. Uh, so go ahead and roll to see if that works. Fourteen. Uh, so it does hit one of your mirror images, and then I will see if it can do enough damage to kill one of the mirror images. It does not. So it slashes at one of the mirror images, and because you're warded, it's warded. Yay. So it's kind of resistant. Cool. Um, that won't work again. 
Another one of them misses by a country mile. <laughs> Third one tries to stab a mirror image, doesn't work. And the obviously the frogmen don't take any more damage. I mean, it seems like they're trying to attack this thing with like ranged weapons and spells and stuff, but it's not really working. The only one who's kind of made an impact is Ellen. Okay. Because uh, it's a fucking tank. Yeah. Right. Um, Hemlock, you pass through the final membrane of this uh, this <laughs> tunnel you're in. Gross. I know. Thank you. Hey, I pick my words very carefully. I could have said threshold, but membrane is much better. I like it. As you pass through, you are on a rooftop away from where this action is happening, and you know that because you can see it. You see this globe. You see one of the battle toads on top. Uh, you don't have a context for what's happening. I'm confused. You are confused. You quickly glance down and realize that you are not wearing your normal outfit. Oh, God, it's like that school dream. I'm naked. It is like that school dream, but you're not naked. Oh. You are wearing an outfit. Okay. Am I a uh, frogman? No. You recognize this outfit as a costume that you saw in the back of the auditorium. It is the costume for Military Officer 3. I love that. The first two are good as well. First two are great. <laughs> Do I have to watch the, the third, first two military officers to know the third? I would say, <laughs> I would say if you want to get the most out of it, the action sequences in Military Officer 3 are pretty solid. Yeah. Wait, for what side is this a military officer for? It's uh, bright white with blue embellishments. So the other team. So the other team. And then you hear, uh, you hear a young woman's voice <laughs> yell out, Lieutenant, report. <laughs> uh, all accounted for. <laughs> all quiet on the Western Front. Sorry. Uh, deal with that in a sec. <laughs> Ren? Yeah. What does your mom do next? So she just did some cool shit. She just blew up the bottom part and saw the crystals fall down to the bottom of the globe. Is the is the hole the hole's not big enough for me to like get in? Stuff. Oh no, it is. Oh, it is. Yeah, Ellen could pop down if she wanted. She oh. punched a fucking hole in this oh, thing. God, she's yeah. the best. <laughs> um, where are the controls for this? They're inside. Below me. They're inside the, the tank hatch. area. Yeah, they're inside the hatch where where salt is. That's where all the controls are for the. So tank. I'm. She's gonna drop down to get to the hatch. Okay. And try to open it to help her. I mean, yep. there's a lot of action. I, I could tell that my friend down there was probably in trouble. So I, you have to promise me that you are not going to do crazy stunts like this. Yes. <laughs> it's in my blood. Never. I flipped down oh, yeah. into the globe now that everything was deactivated and safer. And thankfully, because I was in my Battletoad suit, I was able to survive the fall. Yeah. But it was a pretty far fall. And if I didn't have the Battletoad suit, I probably would have been hurt. Do you still have this <laughs> suit? She does the thing where she kind of bites her lip and then she says, no. No, no. We're going to find that suit later. She lands at the bottom of the globe and now she's on the hatch. That was basically her movement. Um, what do you want to do next? I'm going to try to open the hatch. Ellen says the hatch was not meant to be open from this direction, so getting a good grip on the handle was very difficult, especially with all the crystals in the way, but yeah. I, I tried my best. Make an athletics check. Ooh, oh, I got man. a lot of athletics. Five. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, plus six, so. Eleven? Yeah. Uh, I strained really hard against that hatch, but it wasn't budging, and then Daniel's like, been there! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, we high five. He does up top, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Inside of the tank, one of the crew tries to slash at Salt the Ultimate. Uh, well, actually, Salt you, but it did hit. So does salt. it hit Salt the Ultimate or does it hit? Salt the me. Salt the me. 19. Okay, it does manage to hit Salt the Ultimate. And even though Blade Warded, Salt the Ultimate disappears. No! Um, the next member of the crew attacks the other you, misses. Third one does the same, hits. Oh, um, and I rolled a 20, so the other salt clone is gone. Damn. It is just you now. Super. But I'm, my mom's right above you. Yeah, yeah, trying yeah. Trying to get in. Yeah. Now it's just you, Salt, surrounded by quite a few um, very angry-looking Celestian officers. What do you want to do? Okay, so um, I am going to... I'm just going to try to open the hatch. How are you going to do that? <laughs> I <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, I just I turn the handle. Uh, you do see there is like a lever and a handle that's used to kind of pop this hatch open. Um, you just kind of slid open the glass before to see above it. But if you wanted to, you could try to push this open. This is going to be a sleight of hand check because it is meant to be open from this way, but you are under duress. Mm. So make a sleight of hand check. All right. It's been a tough day. 11 plus zero. Unfortunately, Shit. you were not able to get a good enough grip on this thing to open it in the chaos of being attacked by a bunch of people. I'm going to die here. <laughs> one of the crew tries to attack you, misses. Another one does the same, hits you for three damage. These are the babies. <laughs> the other one attacks you and hits you for one damage. So you take four. Um, they're basically like... Like you're you're tussling, and like you are just like a frog man, so you are intimidating. But as they try to slash at you, like they're trying to hit the armor and not you. Um, obviously, if they try to hit the armor, it just passes through. But you are getting nicked and stuff. Right. Um, and I would say this should destabilize the illusion, but I'm not gonna. It is now the turn of Hemlock. Hemlock. <laughs> I've had quite the. You are having quite the time. Yeah, I'm. I'm I don't know what's happening. You turn and realize that you are on some kind of platform on top of the roof, made of like metal. Mm -hmm. You are not alone up here. Um, you are dressed as military officer three or a <laughs> Celestian officer's uniform. Yeah. Um, looking over, you see several other Celestian officers. Some of them using Arcanist consoles. The person who talked to you is a figure wearing a very large suit of armor with like a very pointy helmet that kind of looks like a crow or like a, like a plague mask. And okay. it asks you again, like, what do you mean all accounted for? Just, you know, we're all here and <laughs> I'm, <laughs> it, I'm, did I misspeak? Is it, was I, was that inaccurate, sir? <laughs> yes. You did misspeak. What is the report from the tank seven? Oh, oh, tank seven. Um, it's doing great. They're having a they're having a smooth ride down there right now. Some of the other officers turn to you and are like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> smooth ride?" And they're like, "What does the console readout say?" Fourteen and a half. It says, uh, we're green. We're all green. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Make a deception check. That's a 20. Wow. 
<laughs> I'm sweating profusely right now. <laughs> the knight looks at you kind of curiously, kind of tilts, and then she raises uh, her hand to her helmet and taps the side and says, we have code green. I repeat, we have code green. And then you see uh, from the bottom of this building, a door fly open. It's like a big, like these big double doors, like what would be used to open like on a barn. Um, it flies open and a bunch of knights run out, all of them holding lances. And they're all dressed similarly to the knight that you were just talking to. Okay. And then uh, the knight um, turns back to you and says, good work, Lieutenant. We'll take care of this right away. And then she what runs towards the edge do? of the building <laughs> and leaps off the side. And now she's running along the rooftops towards oh, she, the tank. I thought she all committed right. suicide. Ren, Ellen tried to, to pull open the hatch at the bottom of the tank globe. Wasn't able to do so on first try. And Salt did the same thing. And the hatch didn't open again. What do you want to do? Is this the same kind of material that I can just slam through? The glass part is. Can I slam through? I want to slam through. Oh, hell yeah. I want to break through. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, so Alan says, um, when I realized I wasn't able to pull it open, oh, no. I tried to hit it. What'd you get? 20. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, Ren, that was the good choice. <laughs> the claws on, those on this suit were pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Tore right through the hatch, and I was able to get a good grip on it and pull it open. Nice. Um, and then I could see my friend down below, and she did not look to be in good shape. One of the crew tried to slash at her. They missed, but then she flew into another one. That one got a pretty good chunk out of her. Dang it. Oh, wait. To her, not me. To her. Oh, oh fuck. You I lost mean, one oh. damage as you get slashed. Um, Weirdly enough, she was wearing one of our Battletoad suits. I, I was curious as to why that was. But before I had time to really ask that question, she got attacked again. <laughs> <laughs> And that one did hit you for nine. Um, it got you real good. Can I ask a question? You to can. The D Ham. Mm -hmm. uh, what class is Ellen? Like I would classify her as like a fighter. Oh, uh, I th I thought we said that they were clerics because of the waterbed <laughs> and the mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that was like that. Was that fun. was sort that of was a, a goof. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, they're not really clerics. They're okay. they're like Alan was a would be classified as a fighter. Okay, okay. Um, in this context, so wearing, she's like, got no healing. No, okay. no, she's just good at fighting. All right. Did she go berserk? That'd be berserker. Well, that's barbarians and no. <laughs> uh, salt. It is now your turn. You have been stabbed. <laughs> What's your health at right now? <laughs> I'm at. Uh, 18. Oh, wow. Okay, so you've taken 20 hit points yep. of damage. Okay. <laughs> you jumped in the middle of all of them. It is, now, uh, it is now your turn. The hatch is open, and you see this battle toad, who we know to be Ellen Steffens, uh, standing basically at the threshold, looking down at you, having pulled it open. You can sort of see the crystals kind of peeking over the edge of the hatch. You also know that there's a bunch of guys in here. Um, what do you want to do? I'm going to go up through the hatch. Okay. Um. <laughs> Come help, to me. help! Help me! <laughs> I'm a little girl. Help! Ah! <laughs> okay, you you're able to climb through the the hatch. I'm gonna say that this is like your move action. One of them did try to slash at you as an opportunity attack as you moved out of range, um, but they missed. Uh, you are now outside of the hatch, and you are inside the globe where all of the crystals are. <laughs> Thank you. And Ellen, uh, younger Ellen. Um, Yellen. Yellen. <laughs> she looks to you and she's like, are you all right? Kind of. What do you want to do now? I want to kill them all. How do you want to do that? 
She's not saying that. That's me, the DM. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> you kill them all. I'm going to destroy these crystals. Okay, Salt, what are you going to do? I'm going to Eldritch Blast the crystals. You're going to Eldritch Blast the crystals? Yes. While you're standing on top of them. Do I have to worry about rebound? Low back. Maybe. Okay, fine. <laughs> I think I established that they kind of work like grenades. <laughs> All right, then I'm going to grab one and I'm going to throw it down there. Okay. Uh, yeah, you just do that. Um, you pick up one of the crystals. As soon as you touch it, you do feel a, a vibrating energy from within it. You throw it down into the hatch. And then Yellen is like, oh. And then she leaps away from the hatch. <laughs> instinctively and just leaves <laughs> just like bye <laughs> now listen i leapt out of the way because well let's be honest I'm, I'm a little scared of explosions yeah i could see it <laughs> there is a massive explosion inside of this chamber super um the energy that you threw down disperses inside of this space um and because the ground was a metal plate everyone on there like you hear them like crackling with electricity jesus christ and you hear the thuds oh my god and then the arcanist consoles that they were using like detonate and from where you are in the globe you can actually see like small explosions appear like where they would have been sitting um and now a plume of smoke and the smell of burning is coming out of the hatch <laughs> charred <hot>. flesh is <laughs> wafting through the air Fuck. okay you did, you did throw a grenade i did <laughs> i did do that Good. like yeah. a call Glad of duty I streamer didn't do that because i was gonna do that when you were still in there <laughs> glad i didn't do that i was actually gonna be like kick them all down the hole right? <laughs> you just threw one <laughs> salt is incinerate after a few seconds of silence ellen turns to you and goes um that was that was really cool but we probably should get out of here come here and she holds her hand out to you okie dokie um as soon as you touch her hand your your battle toad disguise disappears revealing yeah. just salt again she's like yeah, I kind of thought that. And then um, she kind of grabs you around the waist and then she pulls out um, a small little like handheld device with like a grappling, grappling hook. hook. She attaches it to her suit. Gosh. And then, a, yes. Can she grab some of those grenades before oh. she bounces? Oh. Yeah, Ellen says, uh, right before I left and um, I reached down and grabbed a few of those crystals, making sure to safely put them in my satchel. And then me and my new friend, I fired the grappling hook, climbed out of the globe, and reunited with the unit on top of Whee! the building. Hey, mom. Yeah. Mom's a fucking badass. So you land back on the roof uh, with the other Battletoads. Um, Hello, fellow Battletoads. Two of them are hurt very, very, very badly. Ribbit, ribbit. Um, and <laughs> don't seem to be able to, to like. Oh, but since I killed those guys, I get, I get temporary health points. I got seven temporary health points. Actually, you get one, two, three, four, five, six. You get 48 temporary health points. Because okay. you killed six people. I'll take it. <laughs> you fucking right. monster. Holy <laughs> yeah. I sucked of their life force, and now I am. What? Can she pass off some of the extras to the engine? No. Dang. Like right. a mama bird but spitting it into the it's sort of. <laughs> it's sort of good that happened, though. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get a taste for this. 
Ah, I love it. I kill people, I become strong. You like skid your you like skin your knee and you're just murder yeah, you, somebody. You do feel thusly empowered having destroyed the inside of that tank and take took out those crew members. Mm-hmm. Um, however, this reunion is sort of short-lived. Um, one of the battle toads who is not hurt and seems to have like some kind of radio tool turns to you and says, not to you, to Ellen and says, We've got incoming. Looks like dragoons. And then um, Ellen goes, shit, get the wounded out of here. We've got to set up. Um, and then Ellen runs over to basically like a small backpack that's at the edge of the roof. She reaches in and she pulls out of this backpack. It looks like a small, like a, like a metal plate. She taps it and it elongates and spins out into like a shield, like it unfolds cool. into a shield. Super and then she equips it on her wrist and she goes, uh, are you, how are you feeling? You good? I feel alive. Well, let's hope that lasts. And then <laughs> Ellen runs over to the edge of the roof, and you see someone running along the roof as well, dressed in like this badass suit of armor. Oh, um, God damn it. Very elaborate interlocking white plates with a helmet that kind of looks like a crow. Um, and they have equipped a giant lance. And this person is not just running along the roofs, they're like leaping. Um, so they'll come to one roof jump really high and then land like some crack later on (laughs) and now they're they have just leapt in the air and now they're flying down towards you what do you want to do i'm gonna cast blade ward you cast blade ward and be like bitch i know you you say bitch i know you (laughs) (laughs) this figure then um lands down and strikes at ellen no. She does. I think she's immune from death. I think we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I keep we have forgetting to, that. We have to delete all the previous episodes of this podcast know, right? she dies now. We, yeah. They never existed. So this figure leaps down. And so in this part in the story, Ellen says, after me and my friends got back on the roof, sweetie, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Celestian Dragoon team, but they're pretty badass. And one of them was coming right at us. Dragoon team six. <sighs> She leapt down from the sky. Like these dragoons, the way they fight is they leap up high and then land. And I mean, they're their lances down, just lances like, down. Boom. And I got a little cocky and tried to block it, and that did not work out. With that shield? With that shield. And then she holds up her arm with a scar and she says, That's where I got this. Shit. I mean, shoot. What you see, <laughs> what you see, Salt, is this dragoon flies down. Their lance pierces the shield that she just unfolded. Whoa. Cracks into her arm. And you see like, you see blood splash onto the ground. And Ellen is now pinned to the roof. Yeah. Um, She has taken 10 points of damage, um, which is, Ren, you can represent that. 19. Down to 19 here. Uh, and now, and then uh, this dragoon kicks the blade that uh, Ellen had away, her fist weapon. Um, she kicks it out of her hand and then pulls the lance out and now turns to you um, and gets into, like, a position to get ready to, like, charge you. What do you want to do? Mom, stop. That's what you say? Yeah. Okay. Make an intimidation check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's intimidating. That is 16. Uh, 16. She says, I'm no one's mother, and then charges at you. Not yet. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Not with that attitude. I'm no 
watch. While this is happening, Hemlock, uh, you are on the roof where the other people are kind of doing their typing and stuff, and you, you've kind of taken a peek at your Arcanist console. You definitely see the positions of the uh, the other Dragoons as they're running through, and then one of the you, your console beeps, and they go, uh, Lieutenant, we're kind of getting turned around on these city streets. Uh, how do we get to the battlefield? So I know I have context now. You have context, okay. and also they're asking you the layout of... Uh, of Spring Willow, which okay. you do know. <laughs> All right. Um, but the question being, do I actually want to give them correct information? No. Or inaccurate information? Inaccurate. Mm-hmm. So much better. Um, I would like to flip them all the way around. <laughs> I'd be like, actually, there's a... Uh, send out these coordinates. Tell them to take a hard left. Okay. Another left. Okay. Another left. Okay. And then a Right. Got it. And Move then- out, team. <laughs> you do see the, the dot on the screen, like, kind of move and turn a little bit, mm-hmm. and now they are going in a different direction. Yeah, they should be coming back this way now. <laughs> Based on my direction. Yeah. <laughs> they are coming back this way. <laughs> well, they don't know. Like, they've never been here before. Right. They um, two, they're all those, those, they don't want to ask for directions, bunch of men. Mm-hmm. Bunch of, bunch of, well, you don't know that. Yeah, well, the men's don't. Ren, yeah. Ellen kind of reaches up to the scar on her arm, and she kind of says, um, I was in a really, a lot of pain. I could see it. I knew my friend was in trouble, so I... Ellen, no! <laughs> tried to get back up. No! Uh, make a constitution saving throw to see if Ellen can regain enough consciousness to stand. 16. Sit the fuck down, Ellen. <laughs> Ellen is able to like act in this scene. She's able to recover from her wound. Um, she's unarmed, but she can like stand back up. The dragoon is charging um, salt right now, so it's not paying attention to her. What do you want to do? I saw my shield. Where's kind it? of the disc. Uh, yeah, she, well, it's broken, but yes. I want to discus <laughs> that shield to try and pin her in the back. Okay. Oh, shit. Captain America. While this dragoon yeah. was running, I... I didn't have my claw weapon, and I got to be honest, this was probably one of the most desperate things I've ever tried. <laughs> <laughs> no I burn. <laughs> I threw the shield like a frisbee. <laughs> Roll. Roll for frisbee. You can't add your proficiency to this. I don't think you're proficient in thrown. What about summertime sports? No. Oh. Uh. Summertime sports. So roll and just add your dexterity. 13. Your dex is like seven, isn't it? Four. Oh. 17. Yeah. You do that one cool frisbee where you do it this way. Oh, you don't do it this way. The shotgun. The shotgun. I threw this thing right at this dragoon and. <laughs> Aim for the knees. Ooh. I wanted to sweep the knees. Nice. Or did you do that? I did. I, <laughs> did you go for the leg? I aimed for the knee and I got him. Yeah. yeah I mean, heck you yeah. You see this shield fly into the back leg of this dragoon and it stops her stride. Um, it hits her for four damage, and now she is uh, basically knocked prone. Mm. So she's on the ground. Okay. It is now your turn. I'm gonna. I'm gonna run up. I'm gonna straddle. I'm straddle him. Stand over. No, I'm gonna sit. <laughs> You're just gonna run up and sit on her. Mm-hmm. I have words to say. Okay. Uh, you always have words. <laughs> I love it. I weigh like ten pounds. It's fine. As she's knocked prone, you pin her down. Um, what do you want to What do you want to say to her? Okay, listen. I don't really like you, but you're my mom, and I'm from the future, and we need to talk. <laughs> and then everything explodes. <laughs> 
You're never born now. Congratulations. And and Salt, you say that to this person. You're going to find out it's not actually your mom. (laughs) Roll a persuasion check (laughs) with advantage. my therapy session. Okay. That's 16, and my persuasion is a five. So so a dirty 21? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. um, That you're her daughter from the future. This knight kind of tilts their head towards you, reaches up with their free hand, and pulls up, like, the crow part of their mask, like the beak part. And salt, it just looks like you. Oh, fuck, no. Ha! Shut up. (laughs) No, no, no. Like, it it looks like you. She She has really tight braids. But yeah, and so she looks at you and she's like, who are you? I'm your daughter. I just said that. And then the following happens. Oh, fuck. I don't like that. One of the battle toads um, leaps back onto the roof, runs up and grabs you like around the waist and pulls you back. At the same time, <laughs> Ellen Steffens stands. Oh, no. Uh-oh. And she also runs off. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> the battle toad jumps off of the side of the roof with you in tow, and so does Ellen. And they land in the back of an Arcanist mobile, basically like, yeah. a, like a truck. Nice. Driving the truck is a, a gnome man. He's wearing like mm-hmm. a vest that looks like it's covered with pins. Uh, like, like work at TGI Fridays. Uh, well, they're not pieces of flair, or are they? <laughs> or are they? <laughs> they're more like studs. Okay. Like a badass, like a stud muffin. Yeah, stud muffin. Yeah. They have like a crossbow uh, that they're that they're holding that they're pointing at like the rooftop, waiting for something to happen. Uh-huh. And then the gnome turns to the battle toads and he's like, "So what's happening? What's up?" And they're like, "We're good. Let's go. Let's go." And he's like. Got it. And he puts the crossbow back into its holster and he jams on the gas. Yeah. And then the Arcanist mobile starts tearing ass down this street. Yeah. And congratulations, you have survived my tank puzzle. Yay! And given your past mom something to think about. Yeah, I, I planted some seeds. Can that gnome driver be Javi's dad? <laughs> that gnome driver is somebody. Okay. Is it, it, your it better butler? not be fucking book bag. Is it's it real dad. No. <laughs> Ellen brings her hands to to her eyes and she's like, I haven't thought about this stuff in a really long time. I'm sorry. Is it too much? It's not too much. Tell you what, I'm going to knock off for the day. Why don't we go get some dinner? (laughs) Okay. And then Daniel's like, where are we going? No, just us. No. (laughs) You stay. You stay. No. (laughs) (laughs) That would be girls night. Where where do you want to go, dear? I don't know. I'm kind of feeling like Mediterranean. Ooh. <laughs> what would be that? Uh, we get some Celestria. Acacian. <sighs> Is that too? That's too much. Yeah, that's too much. They they do have good dumplings there. They do. Well, you know, Lellard's has got a buffet. Oh, I hate going. Why to do you hate going there? I've been trying to bring you into my life this whole time. <laughs> Looks like we're going for dinner at Lellard's. And Daniel's like... Yes! Yeah, there he is. I'm going to beat my high score. And she's like, what does that mean? Nothing. <laughs> and then, uh, and then she, she gets up from her desk and pushes in her chair. And she motions for the two of you to go out. And now you are leaving the DMV to go to dinner with your parents. Yay! Hemlock? <laughs> You're Still in the dead. past. No. Still in the past. Well, <laughs> so you see one of the other lieutenants put their hand to their ear and they go, understood. And then they turn to you, Hemlock, and they go, it looks like the directions you gave weren't 
the best. It seems the team got turned around and Commander Maximus was struck down. Commander who? Who is in list? Maximus. Oh. Our commanding officer. Gotcha. I feel like maybe there was nothing. Another one of the lieutenants says, uh-oh. Oh, shit. Commandant on the deck. And then they turn basically like you're on a rooftop, right? Mm-hmm. So it has, there's that like structure where a door would be to go back down into yeah, the Yeah, like building. on top of the school building mm-hmm. as well. Up to the roof walks a Genasi man with light blue skin. He has sort of like, um, I don't know how to describe this hairstyle. It's basically like the sides of his head are shaved, but it's like back, like almost like a, like a, almost like a, I don't want to say faux hawk, but it's like. It's not standing up, but it's just. It's just down, but the sides are shaved. Like a rat tail. Like a skunked, like a skunk. Yeah. Skunk. Yeah, a little yeah. bit, sure. They seem like they're sizing up all of these officers. And then one of them, one of the officers like salutes and says, uh, Commandant Viol. But- and then Viol says, report and then one of them starts prattling off the information that they have. Make a wisdom check. That's a three. The Genasi listens to this this report for a second and then turns to you and walks right up to you yeah. and grabs you by the collar and lifts you up. Uh-oh. And it says, explain to me why you gave my troops the wrong directions. Are you you sh- recognize this figure now that you are up close to it. Who dis? You had trouble recognizing them immediately because of just this is a pretty buck wild situation but as soon as the name viol entered your head you remembered who it was viol was the name of the animatronic figure in the case of like the zoltar machine oh shit shit. when you got your powers this motherfucker is the source of my magic of some sorts and as this thing is as this person is talking to you you get a feeling like there is some kind, like they're using some kind of spell on you. Make a make a wisdom saving throw. Eight plus. They make, they make you smell farts. <laughs> Do I have anything to plus to that? Plus two, so ten. Show them your handkerchiefs. <laughs> you feel compelled to tell them what you did. Oh no! Whoa! So tell them what you did. Oh no! Well, so do I have to tell the literal truth, or can I? Finagle it a little bit. You have to tell the literal truth. Oh, fuck. Well, sir, I was very confused, and I gave directions to have the troops come back this direction instead of going to the battlegrounds. And then Viol, uh, he brings his hands to his eyes, and he, like, shoves you. Ow. Dick. Um, And he goes... We need to regroup right away. I need to go speak to the general. Don't screw this up. Get the troops ready. Oh, sweet. Still- this ends tonight. And he walks back towards the uh, towards the door and down. And that's where we'll stop. Ooh, Hemlock, I was worried. <laughs> <laughs>